Oh, have we got secrets? I'll tell them that much. Welcome to the Recruitment Whisperers. Oh, not their footage yet. Done. Hey, um, Josh, Josh Reynolds, mate. I mean, do you remember what he did at the Tigers? Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 275 of Not The Footy Show. It's time to whisper, uh, Coxsmith. I'm Warwick Nicholson. That is Rob Cox. This is the Recruitment Whisperers, number six, exclusively not seen on foxsports.com.au. No way. No way, baby. Fortis. <laughs> although although we're, we're available. Yeah, love Fox Sports. I uh, love anybody who wants to pay us uh, to come on board. I know there are a few. Sorry, it's got some microphone issues. Uh, there are some uh, listening apps out there that, you know, get not the footy show on board. We've proven in the last, what was it, six weeks? Yeah. We can actually talk every week. I wouldn't necessarily yeah. look at the last um, three years as a great example of that. No, but, no. no. Um, We've definitely made more sense in the last six weeks than we ever have. So, wow. Go ever. figure. Uh, it's over 100 episodes with you on board, so I think it's about 120 now. So, wow, um, solid. That check, solid that check, that check will come through one day. Yeah, you've got to pay off your uh, dinner debts first. Uh, there was yeah. speaking of paying off debts. Uh, David Clemmer, no, I'm speculating there. David Clemmer's got a new deal with the West Tigers, a new three-year deal, probably for a little bit less than what he probably was getting at the Knights, but uh, I'm sure it is very, very lucrative. And Jackson, Hastings, what do you reckon it's? What do you reckon it's worth? Let's just stop on Clamour for a minute. What do you think he's getting paid? I would say he would have been on seven or eights at Newcastle. Where's he now? now? Is he, I, I, I think he's sevens. somewhere around five. I reckon he's on, still on he's six or sevens. They've got yeah. money to burn. They needed to get him and they've made it happen. And they've also cleared off Hastings from their books, which may or may not be a mistake for the West Tigers because he's off to the uh, Newcastle Knights on a three-year deal, I believe it is. Let me just bring that up. Three-year deal. Uh, he's only 26. He's only got 63 NRL games under his belt. Uh, and I just want to give you a couple of quotes, Foxsmith, in relation to the moves. This is Peter Parr, the head of football at the Knights. He says, we are delighted to have Jackson secured. He compliments our playing roster and adds further depth to our halves. Uh, and he makes Tyson Gamble celebrate delightfully. Oh, sorry, that's not there. Uh, with the additional bonus of being a competent goal kicker. Uh, Jackson at the stage of his career where he's coming into his prime and I believe his best years are ahead of him. David Clemmer, on the other hand, says, I can't wait to rip into pre-season training. I'm really excited about what's ahead for us. I know Tim Sheen's well through our time together with the Kangaroos. That's why this signing should never have been a surprise. And there is not a lot to like about where the club is headed. I want to make a difference here. And that includes having some of the younger players who haven't played a lot of first grade yet. Quick note from Tim Sheen's. We all know what David can do. He's been one of the most dominant forwards in our game for many, many years. There's some lovely things to unpack here. One sounds very keen to arrive, and the other one's, for some reason, I don't see the comment from Hastings. He may have said something in the days since, but there's been nothing from him. But I want to start with one thing here, Cocksmith. 
And that is the Newcastle Knights were so desperate to get rid of David Clemmer that he didn't even get his own article saying goodbye. His release was tacked onto the bottom of that Jackson Hastings release. Wow. Aaron O'Brien says, don't let the door hit you on the way out, son. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. I think this is a I think this is a fairly good deal for both. Mm. Um my only my only caveat to this is I, I hope that Hastings does uh, recover from his broken leg yeah. um, and will be the same as he was. A, a pretty nasty break there. Um, and I hope that Clemmer turns up and, and is angry, David, um, like he Motivated. used to be at the Bulldogs. Motivated, Clemmer, uh, yeah. So that's that's what we want to see. Um, look, if, if all the reports are true, apparently Hastings and, and Bateman, um, who – is almost a certainty to go to the West Tigers, don't get along um, and didn't look like they would get along uh, yeah. ever again. Probably probably a little bit like Radley and Bentley um, uh, from the <laughs> World Cup. Allegedly. Allegedly, apparently. Um, so they needed to clear Hastings out. Hastings yep. is a polarising character. Um, you know, I think you either love him or you hate him and um, the players are pretty much the same uh, in thought with him. So to keep Bateman happy, I mean, look, the Tigers, the Tigers are going to have a good forward pack. Well, let's, next let's, year. let's just read it yeah, out to you. Yeah, just give us who they are. Clemmer, Coruscant, uh, Itakomanu, Bloor, if he's coming back from his ACL, Papali'i, Twilight Lock, and your bench is Offengawi, Polo, Simkin, the hooker, and then a bunch of young fellas fighting it out for that other spot. Now, that's if Bateman doesn't arrive. If Bateman yeah. arrives, your forward pack is Clemmer, Coruscant, Utakamanu, Bateman, Papali'i, and Twal. Good forward pack. <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't think you good start off and Gowie at lock if you've got the other two in the back row. I think you bring off and Gowie and play him in the middle as your, as your number yep. one prop off the bench, not at lock. Uh, as, as good as his numbers were last year, I didn't think he was that effective playing those long minutes. Mm. It's a forward pack that you can get behind if you're a Tigers fan because the upgrades that Tim Sheens has made here, even if they don't get Bateman, are very, very good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and look, the other the other side of this coin is that that forward pack, I, I, I never doubted the Tigers forwards, even last year. I thought they were right. Um, I, I thought they worked hard, did the job, lacked class, um, lacked some cohesion as well. You know, they've, they've had a little bit of ups and downs with their coaches, um, you know, in the last couple of years. You know, the coach was walking on death row for at least 12 months. Not um, two years, two or three years. You really. know, we, we, did, we did a podcast, sorry, we did a podcast 12 months to the day after one saying he was going to last a week. Yeah, and he lasted. Yeah, and he, and he's, and he, I think he months. won a game, and then got yeah. a got a stay of execution and whatnot. But here's the, here's the tricky thing for for Coach Sheens, um, and and incoming coach um, Benji is that this forward pack seemingly will leave them with no excuses for their halves. None. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. So uh, so Luke Brooks, who I don't rate. Um, He's got going to have nowhere to hide now, and same with Dewey. Dewey wants to make nine hundred grand a year. Well, my my reaction to Dewey is you're going to have to do twice as good as you're doing. <laughs> it's, because I was talking to a Tigers fan this week. Just let him walk. 
if he wants that money, Absolutely. let him walk, honestly. Mm. There's just no way, no how you can say that he is worth that kind of money. He's not That's... getting 900. Tim Sheens is too smart for that. You know, yeah. He's not getting 900 because Tim Sheens is, is infinitely smarter than we are put together when it comes to rugby league. He yeah. knows by building a forward pack like he's built or building. And he's done um, it before. He's the done halves before. will have nowhere to hide. He, he knows this. He knows he there knows. will be no excuses for the halves. Yep. If, if the forwards kick off the way we think they could kick off um, by round eight, we will know, we will absolutely know the um, the identity the of what the five is. Of, of are, they a team that, Brooks. Yeah, yeah. are they a team that can um, do anything with those guys in the halves is the question because the forward pack should be able to stand up and Coruscant should be doing enough at hooker yeah. to you know, keep them in matches. Uh, yeah. I think they... Got better value, obviously, out of Hastings last year than they got out of Brooks. But I reckon Tim Sheens wrote down Dewey's little hissy fit when he complained about, you know, well, I'll go play New South Wales Cup of a Cup, play five eight, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think he would have noted that down. So they also got rid of Jock Madden, who was not up to first grade, and I can't believe he thinks he's going to play first grade at the Broncos. Absolutely hilarious. But anyway. Um, he may, but it will be through injury. <laughs> Fair point. That's uh, no, not what he said in the interview. He goes, oh, I'm going to be there every week. Well, alluded to that. Anyway, anyway, he's moved on. And it's now a question of Brooks and Dwayne, can they do anything? Look, I'm not going to say that the Tigers are top eight bound, but they are going to be much more manageable to watch if you're a Tigers fan in 2023. Absolutely. Um, I, I agree with that. And I think, you know, I can't see them in the bottom two or three with that forward pack. If Bateman comes in as well, and if all things being equal and we get, you know, 80% return on on their playing, you know, like so each player plays 80% of the games um, through injury or suspension or whatever it may be, I, I think they're knocking on the door of the top 10 mm. of the comp. Um, well, I think it's pretty fluid. Think, teams like seven through 14 is pretty fluid for next year. So, But, but I, believe, I believe they're going to need their halves to really lift to get them in that top eight. And and I just don't think they've got that at the moment. Um, that's not to say that they're not going to have that in 2024 because if they if they clear, if they get rid of, uh, of Dewey and and, um, and Brooks, and Brooks they're going to have some money. money. Yeah. <laughs> or they any still need halves. two players. They need yeah. two players. Uh, one. The Knights, speaking of halves, they look like they were going to head into 2023 with Adam Clune at seven and Tyson Gamble at six. Mm-hmm. It's changed pretty quickly, <laughs> because Joey Johns has been quoted as saying that uh, Hastings has been bought to be an out and out seven. That's mm-hmm. the deal. And does Ponga wants, then go to six? He wants no. Joey's saying he wants Ponga at six as a running six. Okay, so, so who's your fullback? That's the question. Does and, Dan Gatto get his long, long-awaited chance at fullback again? No, no I think he's too slow, but. He wants to play football. He want to play fullback for ages. Do you do you give the ball to Bradman Best and say turn into a fullback? What do you do? See, uh, this is this is this is where it gets confusing for me because I don't think even Bradman Best is a center. I think he's a winger. I actually think he's a winger. Okay. He's a Brett Plowman style winger. Um, what they got a needed kid called was Bradley probably- Hodgson. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's no. related to Josh Hodgson. Apparently, the other one is. Dom Young could play fullback. Yeah, yeah. Christian Malapalingi, that's one they've, they've noted, could also play fullback. 
I, I just don't see how you're a stronger team putting Ponga to six when you can play Gamble there. Look, Ponga has Ponga has dabbled in the the six before and and didn't come up great. Mm. Um, he's he's a couple of years older now. Um, the big issue for the big issue for Ponga, he he, he gets knocked out when he lays his head on a pillow, and the defence. The defense that you have to do as a five eight is usually a lot more than as a fullback. So, and and players generally get knocked out while defending, not while attacking. Um, so that could be an issue. We'll have mm-hmm. to see um, if his body's up to up to that, which is a worry for a bloke that's only twenty four years old. Um, but I guess we suck it in the sea. I mean, that's just the that's the only way to to do this is to give the guy moments or or games that. At six and see where we go. Jackson Hastings for them. If he if his body comes back to way the way it was at the beginning of twenty twenty two, he's a really good buy for the Knights. And, and he's a he's a touch the ball every tackle kind of halfback as well. He's not someone yeah. who sits back and waits, which is why I don't think you've got to play Ponger at six. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm tossing up who got the better deal here. Who got the better deal in your mind? Oh, Tigers. You think the Tigers got the better because deal? You think offloading? What worries me about Newcastle is if this is to make it so you can move Ponga to six, I don't think that makes them better. Mm. Whereas I think yeah, Ponga, I, would have, I, Ponga would have stayed, I reckon, at one if it was a Clunan um, gamble combo. Yeah, they couldn't go into this year, though, with Clunan Gamble. As no, I'm with you, but I don't think Clunan, um, Ponga, or Ponga and uh, Gamble is a better halves combination. I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when the Knights will be better. Mm-hmm. In my in my opinion, only my personal opinion, when they get rid of their coach, when the pressure is off, yeah. and we're not we're not seeing that scramble from the coach that we we can see with a desperate coach, the, I think the Knights yeah. will be better. Well, his old chestnut is oh yeah, young team they've got to learn. They made the finals the first two years he was there. They didn't learn much then. What are they going to learn now? Yeah, like really, um, really, really. What what are they going to learn? What are you teaching what, them? When they when they lose Clamour, the Knights, tell me who's taking his spot. Uh, it'll be yeah, Safidi brothers will be up the two man up front. No, uh, and then you've got so Jack Hather- two they, they signed Jack Hetherington. Oh, Jack. Yeah. Uh, they Jack. also signed Adam Elliott to play lock. So they're not going to be missing so much in the middle as and, and the thing about Clemmer in the last year or so is that the stats are there, but the team performance hasn't been. And yeah. you know, it, it's the it's the old thing like an Offen Gower, which I said before, is that his stats were there last year. But did he make the Tigers better? No, he didn't. Um, his defence yeah. in the line was horrible. And they're things that stats don't necessarily always show up. You can have 20 runs a game and you know miss two tackles in your line and you lose the match because of that. Yeah. Speaking of Jack Hetherington, I'd love to see Jack just settle just settle down and play football. I think he could gonna, be anything. Is he going to do that? I though? know he's... I don't know. I don't know if he can. I don't know. He, is he one of these guys that just has... As soon as he crosses the sideline, he has the red mist. Mm. I don't know, but if he can, if he can turn that dial down from twelve down to about eight and a half, and not get sent off so much, and and not, you know, try and kill people when he's defending. Slight issue, <laughs> slight consideration. But if he, but if he, if he can filter that a little bit, Jack Hetherington could be anything. Um, okay. And it, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how good Jack Hetherington is. Right, Jack, Jack Hetherington is so good. Or has the potential to be so good that you've had Phil Gould give him a go twice, yeah, and just decided we can't do this anymore. But then gets a, 
you know, because we know AOB is desperate, um, then gets a chance at, at the Knights. And, and who knows? At some stage, it might just click for him. He's going to get to a certain age, and I think we all do it as adults. We get to a certain age and things change and we just go, mm. hold on, what was I doing two years ago? Crazy. Yeah, fair enough. Let's hope for, for, for Jack's sake. Because I really think he – I've seen bits and pieces in his football that is like, whoa, dude, you are a player. But then in the next 10 minutes, he'll come out and try and take someone's head off just, just above the eyebrows. You know? <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm not someone works. who's usually got a soft spot for Tyson Gamble, but he's got to be absolutely spewing, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, you'd, you'd think he'd be a little bit miffed, but there's no reason that – I'm with you. I don't think the Ponga thing is going to play. I don't think it's going to pay off. And when Last it does, two weeks and Gamble will Gamble will slide straight back into that team. And <clears throat> Gamble was probably a little bit underutilized and underappreciated at the Broncos. I think he's probably better than the, what they gave him. Um, and he's get, he's getting an opportunity. So yeah, you can be you can be peed off, but you'll get back into the first grade side. He's, he's a ball player, and I like that outside of Hastings, and then combining with a Ponga, I just think it's a better mix. And I thought Reynolds did his best work at times with with uh, Gamble there. Anyway, mm. uh, David Fafita, free agent for mm. next season. Uh, the rumours about him going to Canberra have turned into discussions, apparently. Yeah. Does David Fafita improve his football going to Canberra from the Gold Coast? I think he will. I, I think Ricky's going to a bit more of a taskmaster. Yeah. I think Ricky will drive him a little bit harder and demand. You know what Ricky's like, mate. Ricky gets what he wants or you're gone. Correct. And and every player knows that. You know that before you go down to Canberra, that if, if I don't give Ricky the player that he wants, if I don't turn into the player that Ricky wants me to be, I'll be looking for a new gig, you know, and uh, Ricky's going to get him for a pretty bargain price. He's well, that's, that's the question. How long bucks. do you sign for FIFA for? Do you go multi-year deal or do you just say, come down, we'll sign you two years, all right, and we'll be a player option or team, whatever it is for the second year, and Ricky just goes to him, show us. You you show us what yeah. you got that year and we'll, we'll double, or not double, but, you know, we'll go back to the money you got at the Gold Coast. Two two years with a with a club option, I, I would think would be the perfect scenario for the club. I don't think you go like a five year deal or anything. You don't, you don't want to invest that with uh, De Fafita, but you know the potential is there. The ability has been on display. He was ho hum at the World Cup. I'll be honest with you, he looked like he wasn't fit. Uh, but hopefully, a good off season for him is good. From I just I'm with you on the, the Ricky Stewart thing versus the Holbrook thing, and this is not that we've been coached by either person. It's just the way you sense it is that Fafita. Showed some moments at the Titans, but in other games, it was just like, yep, I guess I'll go out there and play. And that's mm. not going to be accepted at Canberra. Uh, they did, however, make a move to Gold Coast. It seems like they just every year they decide, you know, where we could really improve and we're going to make a, make a big step as a team is signing a ho-hum centre on a big money contract. They did it with Patrick Herbert oh, last hold year. Hold on. Who's and your ho-hum centre? Shoopy. Shoopy, shoop, <laughs> dollar, dop, dop, ding, dang, a ling, dang, whatever the same of that um, New Zealand band yeah. is. Uh, he's got a massive deal to go to the Titans. He'd only just re-signed with the Bulldogs. But Gus knows. Gus watches the same games we do. He knows he had the Ferrari on the wing and for some reason he had the Dats and not passing him the ball inside him. Shoop is a player who looks at his stats at the end of the game. I can guarantee you that wholeheartedly. He is the king of the inside the attacking 24th tackle run from dummy half that has no 
discernible advantage for his team other than to add another run meter stat to your figures. And um, Gus has just gone, oh, the Titans want you. Well, we've got uh, Paul Alamodi and uh, Jared Gerald Skelton who are coming through our system that are going to cost us like barely over 100 grand each. You may walk on, young Shoopy Shoopy, because this is what's happening. What, what kind of coin was Shoop on? Any any He'd intel only on that? Been there for a year, so I'd say he may have upgraded to like a two hundred a year, multi year deal, maybe. Is he'd he come on, from? He'd be on he come from Melbourne now. No, he, he was a, he developed through the dog system, I think. Oh, was he? I don't okay. think he came from Melbourne. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think he did much at the Bulldogs, mate. Um, and and Gus didn't see enough to want to hold on to him. Yeah. And pay him. What's he? What, he goes to the Gold Coast. And He'll gets, go three, what, on three to four. You'd think three fifty. I'd say. For, yeah, Good three payday. Year. Good payday. Good yeah. on him. But the dogs. I don't think he's going to improve there, and I don't think he's going to improve under Holbrook. But the same um, thing with Patrick Herbert a year ago. What, how'd that turn out for him? Uh, anyway, Gus, another great move. And did you see his tweet the other day, Cocksmith? I know we definitely went on. about it. I haven't it. been on Twitter for a little while, but okay, so but we, we went on about it. The fact that the Josh Jackson handshake was all about getting. Salary cap relief. Remember that? Yeah, it's a, bit, a little, bit like the, little bit like the McCullough one. We'll get to that in George. a sec. Um, yeah. But Gus came out and basically said, oh, we've still got heaps of money for 2023. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hello. Uh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I love it. He just he just rubs it in people's faces. It's fantastic. Uh, Andrew McCullough yeah. retires. Uh, pretty good career. Yeah, he made the GF in um, 15 with the Broncos. Yeah. Played Origin. Uh, good, good, good hooker, but he's gone at the night at the Saints now. And the question for you, Cocksmith, being a long-time mm. devotee of the Red V, mm. is it Sullivan versus Little for the nine with a bit of Mozambay thrown in, or is Hook Hold actually on. going to go with some? Um, is Embai still there? Yeah, multi-year deal. <laughs> How do you? Now you got me worried that he's not. No, he's definitely still there. Well, multi year, okay. multi years. Okay, one more wonderful. Year. He's got one Good. more. Year. He's got two and yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Great signing. Um, I'd say, mate. I'd say Jaden O'Sullivan's had a little turnaround, a little change of heart. Um, because uh, he was all but gone. He was. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, Hook has dragged him into the broom closet and had a little whisper in his ear, and he's come out with. Uh, renewed faith in the Red V. So I'd say Jaden O'Sullivan is a walk-up start for that um, he's been, I reckon spot. he's been told. You train. Absolutely, he's been told. You, you, you get your get your body in order and you bulk up and you'll be our nine starting next year because I don't think a little... I don't think he wants to... I don't think he wants to play nine, but, you know, someone else within the coaching ranks may or may not, in my mind, this may have happened. Um, someone else in the coaching ranks may have said, listen, pull your head in, go and play hooker, Hunt is not getting faster, okay? He's playing hooker for Australia. Precisely. And we can convert him into a hooker a lot more readily than pull him out of halfback at the moment, but it won't be happening in 2023. Go and pay your penance. And the other thing is, from what I understood, he's on a pretty lucrative re-signing deal with the Dragons anyway. So it's not like he's on, you know, bargain money uh, and has Mm. to get a bigger deal elsewhere. He'd be getting good coin at the Dragons. Yeah, I reckon he's probably on... 300 or something. There's a couple like other names that, 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 that we've got to wrap up in a sec. But the um, there's Connor Mulhuisen who's played New South Wales Cup all last year, and there was an article the other day. The, the Storm of uh, former Storm junior, um, Halele Finau, who's 22, who Finau, basically, yep. basically has come out and said that Hook told him, "You're going to train trial, and you 
you could be in the top 30 if you do well. So there are some mm. options there. I hope it's not Mumbai, even though that's where he should be playing these days. Uh, but McCully retired. Oh, no, he's, mother... a, he... oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's a fullback, bro. Fullback. And Mumbai's a fullback. That's why he's uh, on 800, 800 grand a year. He's, on, he's a fullback. A few other signs are just worth noting as we wrap up recruitment whispers number six. Jazz Tavanga, who didn't have a contract for 2023, he got a two year deal, Cocksmith. He'll be Where there at? For, at the Warriors. He's sticking around. Oh, he's oh, okay. Uh, Braden Williams. He would have been a good pickup for someone. He, well, he's a I'm good surprised player, good off the bench. I'm really surprised. No, me too. Maybe uh, he just Williama didn't want to leave New Zealand, mate. Yeah, he gets a two-year deal with uh, the Warriors. Gemmet Shibasaki joins the Cowboys, if you remember him from a couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, yep. The Storm continue just to make a mockery of the salary cap, and I'm not saying that they're cheating. I'm just explaining to you that this is what the Storm do. What have they done? Remember last year they uh, had Marion Seve on the development list, and they said, oh, we've got no heart. We've got no centres. We need to... Emergency basis, we need to bring him up. And then he played pretty much the rest of the year at centre. Mm. Uh, that's how you get around a salary cap. Uh, they're doing the same thing with Chris Lewis and young Tonomapia. They're both on train trial deals for 2023. They're brilliant. Oh, they know what they're doing. It's just it's smart business. And the other move... Have they bought, have they bought anyone, mate? Because... Tarek. Uh, I know. Tarek, because they lost the Bromwich brothers and they lost the Cheese. There you go. They've got uh, Tarek, Sims, Alessi Katoa, the second row for the Warriors. Penne is back. And that one I mentioned, I think, on a recent recruitment whispers, Joe Chan, the son of Alex. So, yeah, so, so who did they upgrade? Because in, in offloading the Bromwich brothers and the Cheese, there's about a million and a half there. They, oh, they had to upgrade Jerome Hughes. They have to upgrade Pappenhausen. They had upgraded Munster. That's where the money's gone. Okay. So... Well done to him. Uh, good work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A couple of other... The last signing that's worth noting is that uh, Matt Dory, the second rower for the Bulldogs, who's, I think, done his knee twice in the last three years or definitely two major injuries, has joined Parramatta. So Gus lets him walk. Um, and if, as you say, Gus, is, got Gus, Gus lets, lets you walk. Out of there. Uh, then good luck to you. Uh, that's the recruitment number six, Cocksmith. We have raced through a few things. Is that, is that everything? Is that we're done at all? I don't think there's anything no. else that is of note. Uh, other than the Tigers fans, get excited. Get on that three bucks fifty or whatever it is for the top eight and waste your money. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I did think of something last time we spoke when your your flatmate. We went when we did our last um, two World Cup um, yep. uh, podcasts ago. Your, your flatmate said Jerome Hugh, Jerome Luai is very very hard to like. Yeah. And I got to thinking about that, and I thought to myself. If you're a Penrith fan, you like him, right? Or a Samoa fan. But you know who he reminds me of? He remind, reminds me of Josh Reynolds. Josh yeah. Reynolds was very, very hard to like as well, but the Bulldogs fan were in raptures over him. Yeah, yeah. They get another chance, mate. The, he's back. He's back at the Bulldogs on a train and what is it? What is a train and play or whatever? Another, another, guy, another Gus Gould white lie. Oh, he's, he's not coming back to play for us. Yeah, thousand bucks a week. Uh, get him back. Uh, he was very. He's Jerome Hughes and Josh Reynolds. Very, very similar. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, although I think I think uh, Jerome. Sorry, did I say Jerome Hughes? I meant Jerome Luai. Yeah. Uh, Luai has a little bit more uh, class, I think, as far as a player goes. Whereas Reynolds, a very real you know, grafting kind of a player. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's interesting. That's very interesting that um, that Reynolds is back there. And just for the record, actually. Uh, Flatmate's parents were North Sydney fans, 
And then when North Sydney went out of the competition, they had to pick a team. So they love Penrith. So he actually likes Penrith. He actually made the comment that if he's a Bulldogs fan, he won't like Penrith. Um, he actually so likes he likes Penrith. Penrith, but doesn't doesn't like Luai. Well, well, I say likes. It's like he's not his team, but he doesn't he, he doesn't, doesn't like hate Penrith. Penrith that much. Mm. Uh, all good. That's episode two seventy five. Everybody, we're glad to have your company. I've been Warwick Nicholson. That's been Rob Cox. We'll do more whispering probably next time, uh, next week. week, I'd imagine. And uh, enjoy the World it's Cup. It's going to preview of that. So. It's going to really heat up, mate. Uh, in the next few weeks before we get to Christmas, there's going to be a bit of player movement. This is when it happens. But just know? remember, Cocksmith, the RLPA keeps saying that players can't move at the end of the year. We can't have a dedicated transfer window, mate, because it's just so hard to to pick up and move. Yeah, thanks for that. Yep. Hmm. No, I don't listen too much to them either. All right, we'll speak to you next time. Not the footy show. Take us out, Cocksmith. Catch you later, mate. Pepsi. Not the footy show. show? Done. Hey, um, Done. Josh Josh Reynolds, mate. I mean, do you remember what he did at the Tigers? Do you remember how many games he played for the Tigers? Can you just pull it up on rugby? Yeah, yeah. I reckon he was there for three years, wasn't he? He was on $850,000 a year. I reckon this is a little bought, bit like Envy. Over, over under 21 and a half games. I haven't looked yet. Oh, geez. I was, I was about to say he played 23 games. Do you reckon um, over? I'm going to go unders. I'd say under, under, 20, under 21 and a half. Oh, I wasn't bad. It's 22. 20. Oh, I said 23. You said oh, 20. I was completely guessing. Just, just do, 18, just do 19, me a quick 20. Just do me a quick favor. Hold on. Let's, um, I just want to, just to amuse myself because I love doing this kind of stuff. There's a stat. 850 times three, $2.55 million. So let's go 2.5. 100 grand a game. Million divided by 21, 22. 100 grand a game. 100, $113,636 a game. <laughs> I think we just found our bonus segment on the uh, recruitment whisperers. There's one better, though. Oh, There's yeah. one better. Mad. Kieran Foran. Kieran Foran. At the Warriors? How many games did he no, play? Parramatta. How many games did he play for Parramatta? Like nine, because, he on, because he was on 900000 a year. My guess is nine. It's nine. <laughs> Is it nine? So he, he got less. He played, he played nine nine games for the Eels in 2016, and then he went to the Warriors in 17 and played 17. But here's, the, here's grand the kicker on those, stat, those stats. Mm. They won six from three at the um, Eels with four in there. They won what? They, were, they won six from nine games. They were six and three. Six wins, three losses. But in the lineup. While he played. While he played. And would you believe that at the Tigers... In the eleven game, the twenty-two games that Josh Reynolds played, they won forty-five percent of the time. They had ten wins and twelve losses. So, as much as we might have a crack, like hit the, both their records when they actually played, not atrocious. They just didn't play much. Well, I, I don't. I don't think Josh Reynolds is that good. Well, to be fair, forty-five percent. I mean, you'd, if you're getting eight hundred and fifty grand, you want to be winning more than fifty percent of your. He's games. a winner. He's a winner, old Joe. J Ray. Of course, he's a winner. His bank account's a winner. I, I, Show. Show? You've been sleeping over there. Pepsi.